0: Hello, cats and kids lovers. This is Brad and
1: Rogers here again as always.
0: And we're here to talk about listening to students and knowing where the limits are when they come to you with issues. And the issue that we are going to talk about here is what do you do if a student comes to you because they feel like they are being treated unfairly by
1: another teacher? Yeah, and, and if you've been in the business long enough, you're going to have that happen because if a student comes to you, they like you as a person. They mm-hmm. feel they're learning. They feel that you're fair, that, that you care. And they're going to come in and talk about another teacher that's not grading right, that uh, is harsher to them, Then another student calls them out, calls them out, uh, then another student who might be late or not do their assignment. Uh, and, and what are you going to do about it? So I think first of all, that it's important to
0: have this conversation outside of the necessary ear reach of other students. Absolutely. We don't want to make it seem like in our room that it's okay to, um, complain about people in general you are there to listen to that student but I think it's important to respect that student what's happening to them but also um that other adult right by um not having somebody walk by thinking that you're having an open forum against colleagues so one of the things I might recommend is first of all to let the student vent a little bit um, right. And then start maybe a more guided conversation with them after they vented to try to get down to the bottom of what's going on.
1: A little bit, yeah, uh, yeah. You you want to dip your toe, but not your entire leg. in, yes. the, in the in the thing, because uh, a school, of course, is an organization. You know lots of people, teachers. Tend to defend other teachers, although I've seen it go the other way too. So, Brad, I, I think early on, you try to uh, get the student to to uh, talk to somebody who's not just a teacher. And who would that be, Brad? Um, I would say probably the school counselor. I would say the counselor as well, because the the, the yeah, and and the the word rubber, uh, rubber hen. <laughs> the, the word <laughs> mother I like rubber hands uh, the, the word mother hen uh, the the counselor has that role is a lubricant if you will to make all the various wheels turn in a school kids get along with kids kids get along with teachers teachers get along with with uh, with kids that is something that a, a classroom teacher that isn't their job. So I, some way to get that student to uh, to work with the counselor. Now, Brad, do you go to the counselor and say, hey, see this kid? Do you both march in there together? What do you do? Well, I
0: think one of the things that I might do with the student is to kind of, first of all, help them, tease out or figure out what um what the intent of it that that's happening there let's say it's not about grading but that they're feeling singled out right right um and i might give them a little bit of advice as far as hey i'm not taking sides here but from what i know from being a teacher that sometimes this happens and I might know I'm not, you know, I'm coming off one way or coming off the other. But when it gets to the point where, you know, you know you need to pass this on to somebody else, I think I would recommend that the student talk to their counselor. And again, I might offer, hey, do you want to go to the counselor or not? I don't know if you necessarily need to have to follow this up with an email like the other case where we're talking about bullying you know, this isn't maybe necessarily a safety thing. Um, so you wouldn't necessarily have to go down there or go to the counselor with the students. Let,
1: let's let talk more about things that you wouldn't or shouldn't do. Yes. Do you march over to that teacher's classroom and confront them?
0: No, I don't think you even bring up, even if you think that the teacher was right, that you even acknowledge to the teacher that you ever had this conversation with right. the kid.
1: Do you go to the principal or assistant principal with this? No, I don't think so
0: because I think that when it's involving a student and a peer of yours, that the counselor's job and kind of what they are good at or in the know about is dealing with other staff members. They're still on the same plane, but they're at a different angle. Your job is your classroom their job, as you said, is they're kind of like the, the
1: grease <laughs> yeah,
0: that that keeps things running in the building between students and staff. And this isn't really a staff-to-staff issue anyways.
1: Right, right. And uh, again, the, the student might be right. And in your mind, you might say to yourself, God, here's another kid that feels it. Mr. Jones is really screwing up, he's, he's picking on kids. He, of course you can't share that with his student. Uh, you, you, <laughs> that, that wouldn't be appropriate. And again, I think as, uh, uh, you ask the student, should we talk to the counselor? Do you want to talk to the counselor? Mm-hmm. I think you should encourage that. Um, and maybe even check later, maybe a week later. Say, "Hey, Susie, did you? How's it going with with it? And see what's going on. Yeah,
0: and did it get resolved, or is right. you know, checking back in with the student, I think, is important. Again, not that you're going to solve it, but it lets them know that um, you also care and respect about them.
1: Right, and and I think that. Uh, if it seems like nothing has happened, I think then you the teacher should go to the counselor and say, hey, so-and-so came in about a week ago. I'm concerned it's still going on. They, they came to me again. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, absolutely. I, I, I agree completely. Well, Brad, I think we've handled this one just, just great. God,
0: I wish they were all this. Well, Roger, did you know that today is National Deep Dish Pizza Day? No. Yeah, so I think you and I should celebrate with cooking up a deep dish <laughs> pizza from Lou Malinati's. Lou Malinati's? Is yeah, out of Chicago. Oh,
1: yeah. Brad is a Chicago boy and has been in Minnesota now for 20 years or more, so he's he is okay I still worry about mafia roots and its family, but we won't go there today. So today is deep dish pizza day. Yeah. So we've got a
0: pizza that was flown in especially <laughs> for today from Chicago, Illinois.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, really. And and I really we have it here. We're thinking: do we do we want to eat that one? Or do we want to go out and have pizza? But then, Brad, what do we do about the kiddies? Well.
0: Yeah, because the kitties like our company, and they, they like it when I come
1: over. Oh, they do, Ed, because Brad takes care of them when uh, when I'm out of town. So do you do you give pizza to cats,
0: Brad? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, my one fear with giving pizza to cats, especially the deep dish pizza yeah. and that buttered crust, oh. is that they would like it so much, and I wouldn't be able to keep them away from it when I'm eating it, I'd like have to hide it back right. in the oven right. or something. Right,
1: and then and then you'd hurt their feelings. And and we're all about feelings and teaching. And cat and feelings. Cats feeling. I think what we should do, Brad, is we're gonna do deep dish pizza one way or another, but we need to get some catnip. Uh, maybe bless it as deep dish catnip. And let the kitties play. And let the kitties play. So, so they can, in a way, partake in this Chicago tradition. I love it. Now, we send this to you
0: people. Do you have human food that you ever share with your cats? Or do your cats love things that you make that maybe you don't want them to eat? For example, I've had a cat that loves peas. I don't know why, peas, but loves uh, peas. Anytime there's peas on the counter, the cats up there. I don't know why it's not chicken, but it's peas.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. And remember the 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 cartoon Garfield wasn't he a a pizza-loving cat? Pizza garf- lover. So, let us know about the uh, things that your cat loves may or may not maybe they shouldn't have it, but uh, let us know and uh that's all I have to say, Brad.
0: Um, enjoy National Deep Dish Pizza Day. That's sounds- It's
1: the end of another episode, but before we wrap up
0: and go feed our kitties, we want to remind you that if you have ideas of warm-ups or icebreakers or other strategies, please share them on our Facebook page or comment below. And remember, when you enter the classroom, classroom, you can love cats, but you must must love kids more. Have a good day.